Welcome to the She is Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Laura McLean, and I will be interviewing unstoppable women who are doing big things, making a massive impact, and changing the world. I hope you are ready to be inspired and start going after your biggest dreams. I can't wait for you to hear our next guest. She has impacted thousands of lives. She is a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur. She is the author of an international best-selling book, and she is the founder of The Free Mama. Please welcome Miss Lauren Golden. Hi, Lauren. Welcome. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I am so glad that you're here. I just want to say I am like fired up right now, to be honest. I just listened to your live inside your group. And it, <laughs> I mean, I know that one of your goals is to speak on more stages and you are good at it because I am really feeling pretty pumped up right now. So Thank you. Yeah. Yes, it's so funny. I growing up, um, I was told to be quiet often. I was chatty in classes and just always very social. And so kind of like lower your voice, be quiet, be quiet is something I heard a lot as a kid. Um, and now I literally get paid to use my voice. So I think there's like a little hint in there. Like a lot of us, what we're told we're too much as, or like to still that thing. Um, that's probably the gift that we have to be able to bring forth in the world, but it's hard. It takes some reconditioning after you've been told not to do something or be a certain way for so long. So I appreciate that. Well, it was amazing and you are good at it. And I just, the whole, I sat through the whole thing. I loved every second of it. And I did, I left feeling inspired for sure. So you are definitely good at what you do. So why don't you just start by start at the beginning? How did you get started from getting to quit your job, starting, the, you know, to work from home and then the free mama, let's go through the whole thing. Oh yeah. Well, we're going to have to, cause we just left a big open loop. Everyone's sitting there going, what's the video she said. This week? <laughs> yeah. Start by going to the video. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Cause this is, you know, eight years in the mid 10 really. So, um, to answer your question, how did this all begin? Um, it actually began with my childhood. I'm not going to tell you all about my childhood, but what's important to know is that I grew up with a stay at home mom and an entrepreneur dad. And that was really influential on me. I didn't quite realize it until I became a grown up. Um, but it really planted some some seeds around what parenting should look like or could look like. Um, so my oldest kiddo is 10 years old and, you know, I was, my husband and I got married, tried to get pregnant for a while, finally did. We were so excited. Um, and what I look back now and is so curious to me is we never even talked about any scenario other than me going back to work because we had a mortgage we're both intelligent people who can do math, and we knew that we needed two incomes. Our family was a two-income home. Uh, but that was really difficult for me because I grew up thinking a good mom stays home with her kids. A good mom, you know, does all the PTA, PTO stuff, volunteer, you know, because that's what I grew up with. And I grew up in a really healthy, beautiful family. I'm very privileged from that standpoint. But it kind of messed with me because here I am in my mid-20s about to have a baby. And I'm like feeling like a complete failure. And so I went back after my maternity leave and I kind of had one of these epiphany moments where I'm like, I actually love working. Like I love producing. I love being creative. I love overseeing projects and having ideas and then actually completing those ideas. Like it's very exciting to me in a way that motherhood was just different. It was a different type of fulfillment. Flash forward a couple of years, my second kiddo was born and that's when things kind of 
came to a halt. Like now all of a sudden we're man to man, me and my husband, we've got two kids. I've reconciled that I love working and that good moms can in fact work. Spoiler, if you didn't know. So I've changed my story, but I was also realizing that working for someone else was not working for my family. And so I kind of set out on this whole pursuit on Google of how to make money from home. And when I tell you that I Googled how to make money from home, if you've ever done that before, there's some really interesting stuff that comes up. And this was you know, eight and a half years ago. So I tried a lot of different things. I tried the network marketing thing. It did not work for me. It turns out it doesn't work for a lot of people. There's some statistics there. It's a great path for some. It was not the right one for me. Um, I thought I was going to be a famous blogger. I didn't have any idea how bloggers actually made money. I just thought you posted stuff and I would get rich. I don't know what I thought. I tried secret shopping. I tried those surveys where you make like three cents for like hours of pushing buttons. Um, but it, for me, what finally clicked was when I kind of rediscovered the world of freelancing. I always knew what freelancing was. I always worked with freelancers in my career, but I never realized how accessible it was for someone like me. So my journey started in social media management, um, but I went on to do VA work and online business management. And it kind of started very selfishly of this thing of like, how do I make money from home so that I can work from home? But over the years, as my story goes on, obviously, it it kind of went from this inward kind of selfish thing to how do I help other moms know how accessible this is to them, that they there is a legitimate way to make money, build an entire career using just Wi-Fi and a computer and connecting with other business owners and and supporting them with their mission. Uh, so it was life-changing for me. So that's kind of, that was, that was the intro to the story. <laughs> that's so good. And I think so many moms go through that. I think you are far from the only mom that was Googling how to make money online or that tried the surveys or secret yeah. shopping, you know, and um, it's hard. People do get sucked into some of those things. They're looking for legitimate ways. And at the end of the day, everybody, you know, kind of has the same goal. We want to stay home, you know, with our kids or at least have some freedom to be able mm -hmm. to flexibility to be able to do those things. So Absolutely. I've listened to one of your, I don't, I don't know if it was a podcast or where I heard it, but um, you just wanted to be able to go to the zoo during the week Oh yeah, with your kid. And, and I, I don't even know I don't even know that I knew how much I wanted to do that. That for me was like what was life-changing about it, right? Was like when I finally did quit my job, all of a sudden I found myself able to do things and have this like privilege that as a working mom, I hadn't experienced. And so it wasn't like the big thing of not going into an office. It was like the little daily things of having these connections with my kids that were so transformative for me. You said something also about um, the sick days, and it's something I hear all the time. I'm not sure how you worded it, but you said something like the sick days were killing me or something. If there was a sick day, and I hear that all the time, you know, if a mom is working and there's a sick kid, it's just, what do you do? And that is something that I hear a lot too. And so I just think, I think you're so relatable and your story is so relatable because you did what everybody else did. You know, you were stuck in this place of this is not working for my family. You went to Google, which is what we all do. <laughs> and then you were able to find something that worked for you and then go on to help so many other women and help it work for them also. So tell us 
the rest of that story. So you have this epiphany, epiphany, you're ready to do this thing. So then what, what happened next? How were you able to make it happen? So I just started and it was terrifying and I got so much wrong and I've gone through everything that all of my students have gone through. You know, I, I undercharged, I uh, didn't have clear communication on my contracts, scope creep, all of these different things that happen to business owners. And at the same time, that first year freelancing, I was actually in the majority of freelancers, which is what I love about freelancing is that the statistics are actually fantastic. And that about 56% of freelancers will out earn their nine to five salary in their first year freelancing. That's more than half. That's good odds. We like good odds. Yeah. If you're looking to make money, we don't want the sketchy stuff with low odds. Um, and I did that and I did that working about half the hours that I had been working at a nine to five. Plus I was saving about two hours a day on my commute. And so after that happened, after that first year and kind of getting those reps in all those bumps, all those learning things about, you know, kind of getting over my fear, raising my rates, letting go of bad clients, all these experiences that every business owner at some point will just experience because you have to, you have to go through it. You can't really circumvent it. Um, my selfishness of, I have to quit my job kind of turned into a calling. Like it got so loud. I couldn't ignore of like, it was kind of this internal dialogue of like, what if this wasn't about you? Like, what if this all happened? You went through all these things and you figured out what worked and what didn't, because you're supposed to go teach other moms how to do this. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I denied that it was like, really scary. And, um, I was so worried about what other people would think about me and not like strangers, but like people I went to like high school and college with, you know, on Facebook, I'm like, they're going to think I'm nuts. And like, what if this doesn't work? And everybody's going to be like, this person's crazy. Like I had all those doubts and insecurities that I think all of us face as we go to start a business. But eventually that calling felt so loud that I knew that it's what I had to do. Um, I hired a business coach, which a year before I had never even heard of a business coach, but I like, didn't even know that was a thing. Um, but I knew that this person was supposed to kind of help me and guide me on what steps to take and in what order and kind of breathe that belief into me when I was still doubting myself and my abilities. Uh, and that was five years ago last month. So it was September, 2017 that I opened up the free mama movement Facebook group and started building out a program to teach other women to do what I had done. And of course, a small part of that goal was how do I help people find me when they Google and avoid all of those you know, scams and, and, and different business models where you're not as likely to succeed and give them kind of this shortcut to this life that I've been able to build for my family. It was not easy. It's very easy to go Google me now or join our Facebook group or go to free mama TV on YouTube and be like, Oh my gosh, this girl's amazing. Like, of course she did this or what? No, 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 no. <laughs> like this is five years of getting my reps in every single day. Um, it was terrifying. I remember the first time my business coach told me to go live. I told her, no, she said, you're going to do it. I said, I'm really not going to do it. And she's like, you are because you gave me all your money. And I'm like, that's a really good point. So I started doing it. It was scary. I used to get like stomach issues and feel like I was going to have diarrhea before I went live, like every single time, because it was terrifying. It was wildly outside of my comfort zone, but I'm so glad that she did push me and challenge me because 
the thing I wanted to do was so real and burning inside of me, but I had to evolve into kind of the next version of myself to be qualified to have the impact that I've now had five years later on so many students. So um, you tell me where you want me to expand, but that's kind of the, you know, inward to this outward like movement and kind of what that looked like. It was not easy. It was terrifying. Um, But like I said, it just felt like this thing that I couldn't not do anymore. Right, exactly. And all of it's so good. I have so many questions. Yay, I, I have the same fire inside of me. So I know it very well. And I know yeah. exactly what it is you're feeling. You don't want to go through the big scary things. But to get to where you know, you want to go to have the thing. Yeah, to have, have the thing, it. you have to go through this, you scary have to thing. go through this big scary thing. And that's kind of that's where I'm at right now. Like I have to do this to get to the other side. So yeah. you talk about worrying what people think and the people that you know, people from high school, people from college, you're worried about that. And so many people are. And that is very common, like everyone, right? Everyone in the small business moms group, everyone, (laughs) the free mama, we all know that feeling. So then you get a business coach Mm -hmm. and they're, I assume they're trying to help you work through some of that. So what do you think was the thing that got you the confidence to not care what those people think, to get to the other side. Was it, you did it over and over? Was it something the coach said to you? Was there a moment or was it just putting in your reps every single day? What do you think was the thing that got you? You have the confidence now. You are, you know, you can go live now and you are real and honest and you tell it like it is and you speak on the stages. How did you get to that point? Yeah. So I'm going to try to answer it a couple of different ways because I think that's evolved, but we'll go back to Lauren 1.0 from 2017 because that was my biggest fear. And I actually remember being on a call with my business coach. It was the first time we sat down and talked actually. And she said, she looked at me and she said, what is the reason you would not be successful. And that's when I told her, I said, because I really care what other people think about me. And when I look back and I think about that person, it had a lot to do with acceptance. What I was really saying is like, I place my self-esteem in what other people think about me. And so there's been this big kind of overcoming over the last five years. You know, you said like, you're so confident now you can go do these things. I think I think the reason I'm confident on video is from repetition. The reason I'm more confident with who I am is because I've kind of taken that power back of like, I care more about what I think of me than what other people think of me. And I'm pretty good at using logic to wrap myself kind of out of some of these emotional like drama things that we can have these conversations in our head that maybe aren't even real. And for me, one of those pieces of logic is as I went to create the free mama movement, like my vision and how many people I wanted to reach and the impact, the reality is there's nothing I could do that would make everyone like me. Like that's not, that's something we tell to our kids. Like it, not everybody's going to like you and you're not going to like everybody else. Now, hopefully you're also telling your kids to be nice to everybody and respect everybody. But spoiler alert, if you're going to play on the playground of the internet, there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there that are not going to be kind and respectful to you. They're not going to understand what you're doing. They're not going to care. And so I had to get some thicker skin. I had to remind myself of some of those lessons that like, 
hurt people hurt people. And anything nasty someone's going to say to me, whether I know them or not online, says more about them than it does about me. And so, I mean, this is not a flip of a switch kind of transformation. It takes time, um, but it starts with self-awareness. And so, you know, five years ago, it was really sitting down with my coach and admitting out loud how much I cared about what other people thought. Like, I mean, it triggered childhood stuff. It triggered, you know, not feeling like one of the cool kids or being one of the, it, it, it's just, it's so fascinating us as humans, but I'm so proud of that version of me because the fear didn't go away. Like when I started doing lives and launched my, like, it still bothered me. The fear was still there. But what I've learned about any kind of fear, fear of failure, fear of success, I mean, we can really get into people pleasing and procrastination and perfectionism. It's all morphed in fear. And for me, what I've gotten really, really good at, and this absolutely comes from the reps over time, is I, I can have all the fears in the world. It's not going to stop me from doing it. So it's how do we do it? in spite of the fear rather than waiting for the fear to go away. And what's interesting is that in my experience, that's actually what makes the fear not so loud. It it kind of quiets the voice um, and not to get too scientific, but when we really kind of think about what those fears and those thoughts are, it's kind of the brain's way of protecting us. The problem is our brains are like super primal still, like they have not evolved. And what Susie from high school thinks about me is like not an actual threat. Like I'm not being attacked, but my brain feels like it's real. So we've got to kind of get over ourselves and get over our fears and not that they're going to go away and not get over them, like move them out of the way, but get above them and say, thank you, brain. Like I, I appreciate the insight, but this is really important to me. And so I'm going to choose to do it anyway. And that's how it really starts. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. Man, that is just so good. I hope thank everybody you. listens to it. I just think so many people, I actually, I've said this a lot, but so many people come into my group, probably yours too, and they think they need help getting more followers. They think they need help with marketing or email automation or something SEO. They think they need help with these things. And so often they need help with themselves. You know, it's their the own mindset. fear. Mm -hmm. It's their mindset. It's their stuff. And almost always that is really the case. And so I just think that's so good and just such great advice for everyone because you just have to get real uncomfortable, real comfortable getting uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And I will say it becomes addicting. Like I have changed so much through the growth of growing the free mama movement because I used to be such a creature of habit. I, I am not the typical entrepreneur who like, loves risk and whatever. I'm married to one, but I am not one, but I have evolved into being more like that. I used to want to go to the same restaurant, order the same thing. You know, I didn't like to really try a whole lot of new activities. Like I very, I just, I kind of knew what I liked and I kept doing that. And what's interesting is the more I've been in business and challenged myself in these ways that are very mindset type scenarios. I love, I love trying new food. I like going new places. I want to like do new activity, like it, it becomes addicting to expand yourself because that's all it is. The more you kind of push against those things you're comfortable with and you step outside of it, what you realize is it's not like a confined ring. It expands with you if you let it. And so there will be new level of challenges. There will be new things, but you also start to get 
excited for it rather than terrified of it. And that has been um, probably one of my favorite ways that I've grown that was really unexpected, but has led to some really amazing experiences in my personal life as well. That is just great. I am kind of in that stage of putting myself in those situations right now. Just, I'm scared to do this. This makes me really uneasy. I'm nervous. I'm going to go do it anyway. And I think that is really good advice. And you're doing amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So let's break this down just a little bit and you can go where you want with this, but (laughs) so many of my listeners are back at Lauren 2015, Lauren 2016. Awesome. And want to get to Lauren 2022. So let's kind of break it up into we're back at, we're working a full-time job. We have kids at home. This is really hard. Where do we go? What would you say to someone that is just in that place of just feeling complete overwhelm? What do I do next? I've got to get out of this situation. Yeah. What would you tell if you could go back to 2015, Lauren, and save people a lot of heartache, what would you say? Well, those are two different questions actually, but I'll answer them both. How's that? So you to the person who isn't, who is quote unquote, you know, 2015, Lauren, you're in the job or you're, you're trying to leave it, or you just left it, or maybe you're home trying to build something for yourself. Um, if you're in that position and you're looking at me today, my best advice to you is don't do that. Um, because that's going to feel overwhelming. You are comparing your beginning to my third quarter and it's not fair. Um, it's going to make you feel overwhelmed. It's going to make you feel like you can't do it. I hope to inspire you clearly, but don't look at how I run my business or how many followers I have. Like that's going to feel defeating. There is no overnight success. We hear in, gosh, in my world on the internet all the time, it's like, I had a million dollar day. I'm like, no, you didn't. You've been in business for 15 years. Like you did, you know what I mean? There's so much context. There's so much stuff under the rug and you will find some leaders who are transparent about it. I'm one of them. I will, I will always tell you any of the numbers, any of the nitty gritty, any of the like ugly truth you want to know, I will tell you not everybody's that transparent on the internet. And that can be scary too, because you don't really know what's real and who to trust. And even if you're not someone who compares yourself, I remember when I hired my business, I'm like, I want to know a baseline. Like, is this good? Am I going in the right direction? Like, is this something to be proud of? Or am I supposed to do more? Like, I just remember, like, I needed some context to make me continue to feel motivated about where I was going. So my advice to stop you once more. Sorry. Yeah. No, real quick question. I'm going to try to remember all these questions in my brain. (laughs) The business coach, did that come with you freelancing or once you started the free mama movement? When I started the free mama movement. Okay. All right. Yeah. And my program is everything I wish I would have had for those two years that I was freelancing and making all those mistakes and learning all of those things. Um, It goes probably a little bit further than that because it gets you into kind of how you can start to scale and all of those things as well. Um, But a lot of us are serving the previous version of ourselves, and in kind of this info marketing space or business coaching. Um, so what I was going to say though, to that person is actually what you heard me say in my video this week. See, we'll close the loop for you. Um, 
I just this week, I announced that I'm going to be launching a new brand, Lauren Golden. So myself, basically, like Laura said, I want to do more speaking. I have more things that I want to say that aren't necessarily about making money from home. It's, it's, it's bigger than that. And it's deeper than that. And it's wider. And that's actually the advice I want to give to that person right now is what, what I said in that video and kind of the tagline ish that we're playing with is that big, bold shifts all start from one courageous step. So if you're right there and you're overwhelmed and you've got the nine to five and the kids at home, I'm going back to me now. My husband was the lowest prior. I mean, he was low man on the totem pole. Like I had a two-year-old and a newborn and a full-time job and a huge commute. And I'm trying to start freelancing. I'm not getting enough sleep. The laundry's never getting put. I mean, it was hard. I can go back there in my body. It was hard. And feel it probably too. Yeah. Don't try to be me right now. That is not my life right now. I have help. I have a team. I have my husband and I both stay home and I'm not bragging. I earned this and you can too. But if you're comparing your now to me now, you will feel defeated. Start with what is the one thing right in front of me that I need to do? Do you need to tell your partner that for two hours every Saturday, they are in charge of the kids because you need to be at a coffee shop doing the hard things that, by the way, you're probably avoiding if you're like my students. My students tend to have no no trouble filling their time with business activities, but they're not the income producing activities. They're not the needle shifting things. They're working on their website. They're redoing their logo. They're worried about what real they're going to post on Instagram. And I'm like, hi, how many sales conversations have you had this week? How many people have you told about your business this week? I find that a lot of people, myself included, when I first started, again, we can make ourselves busy. We can make our days full. But then we're just perpetuating the cycle of feeling overwhelmed and like our days are full. We've got to really hone in on what's the hard thing that I probably don't want to do, but it's the thing that might actually get me out of my job. It's the thing that's going to free. When I quit my job, I got 10 hours back in my day. That is life-changing. Three hours would be life-changing. I got 10 hours between my commute and my job. I spent four or five of them freelancing. Now I've got four or five extra hours to worry about dinner, clothes, my spouse, my kids. It was crazy. It was life changing. So don't be afraid to go after those small things. They should not take all day. It does not take all all day to build a side hustle. If it does, my, my, my advice to you is take a look at how you're spending your time. That's, that's what I would say to that person with love. It's going to suck. It's going to be, it's the thing that you're afraid of that you're probably not doing. And it's the thing that you're afraid of that's going to actually shift the needle and help you move forward, which is why it's one courageous step, not one activity, not one check mark on your to-do list, not one fun thing that you're going to design in Canva. No, it's the one courageous thing. And it amplifies, it builds over time. You get exponential growth. If you can do that and you can do it every day, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever you've got, that's how you get to where I am today. That's it's, it's, it's the reps of the, the scary thing, the thing that took courage to do. Um, but it's hard because our mind is going to tell us to play it safe. It's going to tell us to buy the next course or go watch that other webinar or redo our website again, because that's the thing that's wrong. And it's hard to be honest with ourselves and actually do the thing that's going to make the difference and do it long enough to let it actually work. It's scary, but you can do it. 
You just have to decide that you want it bad enough. We all let the perfectionism stand in our way. We want the website to look perfect. And we want- I didn't have a website the entire time I freelanced. Never, not one time. It's it's an excuse. It is. It's an excuse yeah. to not do the hard thing. It is. It is, but it's hard. I want to acknowledge it is hard. My advice I'm giving you right now, it is hard. And I wish that I could soften that blow. All The only way I can do that is by telling you, number one, you are not alone. Number two, it is so awesome to suck when nobody's actually watching you. <laughs> get in those reps. I am so glad that my business coach made me start doing lives when I had 20 people in my Facebook group. Can you imagine if I just started doing them now? And there's 40 something thousand people that would be terrifying. That's where I'm at. It's hard. It is hard. That's scary. It's scary. And so don't be afraid to suck because we all suck when we start. It's a rite of passage, but you don't have to suck for very long. And what starts to happen is every day you get a little bit better. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually kind of good at this thing. That's amazing. You know, but we're so, we want the end result. We want the 2022 Lauren that we don't even start until we feel like we're her. But what I will tell you with love in my heart, but also love for me is that I earned this. I earned it. I did it scared. I did it sucking. I made all of the mistakes. So all you really need is that courage and that, and that consistency showing up with courage every day. So the one courageous step, this is part of your new mission. Yeah. So people can go sign up now to and be on a wait list to get more information. Yes. Is that what, what that looks like right now? Yes. Will you, you go share to that with everybody? Because I, I, do, I think that's so good. Go ahead and tell everybody about, so they can go watch this video that I'm referring to. Yeah. Um, love the Facebook you. group mm-hmm. and then how to sign up for this. And then also all the details about the free mama also. Oh my gosh. You are so sweet. Thank you. Um, yes. So I'm so excited to share this with you. So you can go watch it from either my profile. You can find me at Lauren Golden on Facebook, or if you'd like to join the free mama movement, Facebook group, um, it is an amazing community of women who are so supportive. I'm so proud of it. The video is also in there. You can also find it on free mama TV, which is our YouTube channel. Uh, it'll be a great opportunity. If you want to know a little bit more about my story, where I started, where I came from, I promise you, you might be listening and think, oh my gosh, you know, she's inspirational or she's so far ahead of me. I promise you, I I can go back in my body. Like I said, to exactly where you're at, because I've been there. I understand, which just hopefully means for you that you can do it too. Cause I am not special. If I can do it, you can do it. Um, so you'll hear a little bit more about my story, but also this new direction, like I mentioned. Um, and then you can go to laurengolden.com right now. It's just a wait list. You're not I'm not even sending anything yet. We're kind of in this transition. It's going to take a few months, um, but I'm really excited. I'm I'm also being very, very careful because the free mama is my baby. It has been for the last five years. I don't want anybody feeling left behind or like, you know, that's not important to me. I just have had this new calling placed upon my heart that it's a bigger conversation, you know, and even looking back at the lives who have been changed from my students in the free mama, when I think about what I've really done for them, yes, I talked to them about marketing and sales and how to freelance and all of these things. But the reality is a lot of people teach these tools. Um, and that's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. I'm so glad that my voice resonated with them and I could be part of their story, but they're the ones who went and changed their lives. And when I think about what I really feel like I did for them, it's this conversation we've had for the last few minutes. I gave them 
the belief that they didn't have yet. They borrowed mine until they were able to have it on their own. Um, something I hear a lot, especially from women is like, well, I'm not confident enough to do that. I don't feel confident. And the problem is confidence is earned. If you are waiting for confidence before you start something, you will never start. And that breaks my heart. And so like we discussed, you don't actually need confidence to start. You get confidence through the experience of actually doing it. Confidence comes from action, from doing. There has to be movement involved. What you need when you start is courage. You need a moment of being brave. You need a little bit of clarity. You need to get unstuck. And that is a different skill set than how to build a business, how to post something online or be a virtual assistant or whatever. And I love those things. They're important to me, but that information's there. I want to continue to use my voice to help people take that courageous action. And that might look like starting a business, but it might look like going to the gym. It might look like having a difficult conversation with your spouse. It might look like changing the way that you eat during the day or the time you go to bed at night. There's a lot of things that we can do to improve our quality of life. And we have the information. It's not surprising to you if I say that you should pick a salad over a cupcake. Nobody's like, oh my gosh, that's brand new information. But to actually do these things, to make these changes in our life, it's hard. It's really difficult. And so that's that's what I'm really excited to to start sharing more of with the world. So thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my and I can't wait. I can't wait to watch. I've been watching you for years and I cannot wait to see where you're going. I have no doubt you are gonna just keep doing bigger things. It's so thank exciting. You. you really do like just light people up. You cannot I, listen to you, you and not feel inspired to go do something big. I really appreciate that. I do. I, I recognize my own energy because I get hot when I speak and I like wave my arms and I'm like, because uh, I do, I just get so passionate and it's been such a journey for me to get to this place where I have such kind of inner peace about who I am and I'm aware of my strengths. I'm aware of my weaknesses. I am very far from perfect. And somehow along the way, I got confident enough to share those imperfections very freely. And I get a lot of feedback that that kind of gives other people permission to take those steps forward too, knowing that, you know, none of us are perfect. And, um, I feel very, very fortunate and blessed to be aware of my gift of gab as one of my students called it recently and be able to use my voice and uh, hopefully continue to inspire people because I believe that we all have the potential to live extraordinary lives. I think a lot of people will not have the courage to do so, but hopefully you and everyone listening here today will continue to pursue it because we've got one shot and we might as well go for it and take control of it. Thank you so much for being here. This is amazing. And I'm just so excited that everybody gets to hear you because I think it's just such an important message. So thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the She is Unstoppable podcast. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review. My two boys are tracking downloads and reviews with a sticker chart, so your support will definitely bring a lot of joy to my home. For more information and resources, be sure to visit our website at www.lauramcclainandco.com. That's where you find everything for She is Unstoppable and Small Business Moms. We also have a personal development and business book club, a membership, and a t-shirt club. And I would love for you to join if you are interested in growing with an amazing group of like-minded women. Until next time, don't forget, you are unstoppable.